0: Right guys, so here we are on the Balls and Walls podcast, so this is our first episode and we're talking all things paddle in the UK and Ireland and really excited today to have Mark Johnston from, well, from Paddle Alta to start with, who's been writing lots of blog posts and keeping himself busy during the, the lockdown months and he's also from Cavan Lawn Tennis and Paddle Club. Um, it's great to have you on the show, Mark, how are you doing?
1: I'm good, Toby, thanks, thanks for inviting me on, man.
0: No, pleasure, pleasure. I know you're uh, a paddle enthusiast, as, as many of us are, and it's, um, it's great to just talk paddle, I think. Um, firstly, like, how did you get into paddle? Tell us a bit about yourself. Uh, I
1: suppose um, probably about six, well, it's over eight, Jesus, eight or nine years ago now. Um, I moved back from Dublin. So um, I had met a lovely lady in Dublin, who is now my beautiful wife. Got Get it. those brownie points in there early, you know.
0: Nice, nice. <laughs> ah, point scoring early, like you say. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: so both both of us actually moved back home um, to Calvin, and Anne is um, she's a coach in the in the local tennis club. So I got involved in the tennis side of things and started playing tennis. Yeah. And um, and then I'd heard about paddle, and I think the courts were just being built when I had moved back. Um, and I said, look, give that a go. See what that's all about. Yeah. Um, I think the first time I picked up a paddle racket, I was like, this, this is something I could definitely get into. And I think it was immediate that I dropped the tennis racket and had a paddle racket in my hand ever since. And I never went back to tennis. <laughs> I haven't played tennis in years.
0: Yeah, yeah, I know that feeling. <laughs>
1: um, and it just became something that I was addicted to. I suppose the, the, the guy that, the main, one of the main guys that um, got Paddle in the club or had developed courts there, he was a local businessman and he could just see into the future in regards to business decisions. Within his own life as well, he had his own business as well, really successful. Um, but I think Paddle is just one of those things that he's seen is going to grow. Yeah. And I was in, it's, infancy in ireland really when we have the courts we have the courts six or seven years now i think yeah and so it was quite young it was a young sport in ireland it still is a young sport in ireland but he just seen the potential in it and i think he he was thinking this is something that's going to be it's going to be big it's going to be big in the future and so he he got me involved and i suppose he he was kind of really a, a mentor Uh to me in a sense of coming back to calvin i was trying to find my my way back um that sounds cheesy but you know when you when you've left your town for a while it's it's difficult to get back and settle back in yeah he had helped me with that um and for a few years then i got really involved and had started doing a little bit of coaching with with some other people in the club and i think it was two or three years i'd been playing i said to myself um Will I, will I leave it this year, and i will not play as much paddle, or I won't be as involved in the club. Yeah. And sadly, he passed away, mm-hmm. and he was he was quite young, so um, I, have, I felt the need to to fly the flag for him as well, and just keep myself involved in the club and
0: keep right. things going as well. So. And how many how many courts do you have there? Yeah, uh, we've two. Two. Okay. Two nice.
1: outdoor courts. We we'd, uh, we're forever praying for a roof, you know
0: yeah it must be yeah. how do you guys deal with the the weather over in ireland i mean obviously coaching here in england a lot it's uh, it hampers us but i know over over in ireland it's a, a little bit wetter <laughs> yeah definitely
1: like you, you you could be waking up in the morning and you've got the sun coming in the window actually you and you're like yes this is going to be a good day for paddle yeah two hours later and it's it's pissing rain <laughs>
0: <laughs> and what are your like members and players and stuff? Are, are they pretty committed? Are they still do they still play a lot in the in the wet conditions or in the cold? Or do you really sit dropping off? Or
1: yeah, like we, we, we have some some of our older members, especially that you'll find them out in the rain more so than the younger ones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they'll, they'll say like, oh for God's sake, we're not made of salt. Let's get out there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's good. It's uh Actually, probably right. running a tournament this weekend and there's a lot of rain predicted and a lot of players are like oh should we shouldn't we but all, all the stalwarts have been playing several years They're like come on we'll go for it you know so yeah I think the the, the kinos the are, are really um desperate to play and and where are you at the moment in terms of can you guys play or are you still off playing at the moment and yeah, when, when you return is off. all predicted
1: we've been off since december really um, well, yeah, and uh, we're hoping to get back on the 26th. Now is the date that they've said that we'll be able to come back and play. Um, some elite sports um, are going back on the 19th. Yeah. And currently, we're still in a 5k restriction, so we can only move within 5k. Um, so even that's that's really tough as well. Um, but hopefully, we'll get back on the 26th and get things moving again. Like I'm, I'm sure, like for a lot of clubs. Um, financially i'm sure a lot of places are suffering as
0: well so yeah it's it's, it's really tough i can imagine and and, and in terms of across ireland how many how many pedal courts have you, have you got there now
1: uh we have 16 courts at the moment <laughs> and they're spread across seven clubs uh-huh. and we have the footers three courts are indoors at the moment yeah, um, but there's 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 lots of whispers of new courts cropping up all over the place. So it'll be yeah. interesting to see when we come out of the pandemic to see what is happening or what's been happening behind the scenes. I know yeah. um there's uh, the O'Hanlon Activity Centre in Selbridge in Kildare. Yeah, yeah they're,
0: they're putting in two courts. Covered as well, right? So that that would be yeah. really great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, nice no, it's it's really good to see the sport kind of growing because. Um, you know you guys like I said you're almost a bit ahead of the curve um, and it's been like that a little bit in England and that now we're starting to, to speed up but it's great to see Ireland is also you know increasing their courts and increasing their participation and so I want to talk a little bit about Paddle Alta so you've kind of set up your own blog post and maybe that's come from having a bit of extra time during during the pandemic but can you tell our listeners a bit about Paddle Alta and, and what it's about and, and what you're what you're trying to do with that?
1: yeah um well yeah exactly it started from the the lockdown i suppose and looking at social media and seeing i think this i'm gonna unfollow all the swedish people i think on on social media i'm getting extremely jealous
0: (laughs) and we can not even travel that's the thing like so many trips and trips to Spain, and I was going to come to Ireland, and yeah, so many things planned, and yeah, yeah. I think I think that's that's true. They, we, hopefully, there are no Swedish listeners here because we're all <laughs> insanely jealous of you guys right now.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, we're only joking, but <laughs>
0: <laughs> we're not. We're not.
1: <laughs> um, Yeah. So, like, looking at all of that stuff and not being able to play, I suppose, as well as one thing, I, I've uh, I find it really hard to. To just pick up a, a racket and hit a ball against the wall at home, I'd rather much prefer be on the court and yeah. playing. Yeah. Um, so I'm not really that kind of a player to, to just do it at home. I was when I was a kid, I suppose, playing soccer. I'd hit the ball up against the wall for, for hours on end, but with paddle, I, I feel like I need to be on the court. So I think the setting up the paddle altar was giving me, it was filling that void that I didn't have. Um, like paddle you're there you're on the course you could be there three or four times a week easily playing um and that's organizing tournaments and stuff like that as well so it was really filling that void and uh, I, I thought there was there was there was room for it there as well in ireland especially as well i think we need to be talking more about paddle yeah yeah and um it, it's going to get more people involved and get more people talking about it and i think the first article i'd posted out i i got uh a response from somebody in the squash the local squash club and they were asking me about the sport so and um, straight away i was getting some kind of feedback on it and i said to the guys look when we open back up we'll invite the squash club over and vice versa so we can we can all learn something i suppose from it and get maybe new potential members and the squash club get maybe new potential members as well so um but yeah i suppose yeah setting it up it was filling that paddle void i had yeah. Um, it's funny. I, I, you've, uh,
0: you've posted some really interesting, like, um, kind of articles on there, particularly kind of a little bit about kind of the inception of the sport over there and, and, and its roots in Irish history as well. I, I'd be really interested to hear a bit more about that. I mean, obviously from yourself, you talked about how you played uh, GAA, and maybe you could talk and let our listeners know a little bit more about Irish sport in general. Um, yeah. That'd be really interesting. Yeah, I suppose
1: I started off, as most young kids in Ireland do, start off playing GAA. Yeah. Um, I, I always wanted to be Peter Schmeichel when I was a kid. Um, so I, I had this Manchester United videotape from the 90s. And there was a section in it for about three minutes of all of Peter Schmeichel's greatest saves. And I'd just fast forward to this moment on the video and uh, I'd watch it over and over again. Rewind, fast forward, rewind, fast forward. And that was me. I, I was going to be Peter Schmeichel, but I, yeah. it, it never happened. So I picked up GA instead. <laughs> <laughs> and, how, and how did you fare in that? Um, yeah, like <clears throat> I suppose in Ireland... Or in sports in general, when you're at that age, everybody gets a go. You know, it's it's yeah. one of those things that you, you want kids to get involved, and when you're when you're that age, it's important as well, I suppose, to to get involved in
0: sports. But um, yeah, I didn't do too bad. Um, maybe I, I even, of... sorry, Matt. Just maybe for like our listeners, can you explain like you know maybe a bit more about just GAA in general, what it is? Because um, obviously you've got the, the football and then you've got the hurling as well, right?
1: Yeah, wow. we've. Uh, Gaelic football I, I think I think it does be aired now on Sky Sports I think yeah, you guys I've have seen it a few it. times I've have, have seen it yeah so obviously yeah we've got uh, Gaelic football <coughs> um, which is like unlike soccer I suppose in a way but um, I don't I don't really know what way to describe it I suppose you probably have to see it but well,
0: sense- I, 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 I've I've been and watched a few games in Ireland myself funny enough a few years back and uh, it's an amazing game it's 15 aside, and it's I guess a kind of a cross between rugby and football you kind of kick and run with the ball and in your hands and you you've got to dribble it and kick it every so often but it's it's just I, I find it interesting just from the fact it's uh the nation kind of follow it so uh so passionately um yeah you know and I think in one of your articles you talk about how kind of cavern is, is is such a big you know ga town and, and everyone plays it and just just the kind of the idea about a kind of that community of, of sport is really interesting but I know you mentioned playing hurling and I just wondered whether you know hurling which is for listeners who don't know, is I guess similar to hockey in some respects, but you're you, you can pick the ball up and and, and whack it, <laughs> right? Um, yeah, yeah. I just wondered whether, from your hurling experience, that has kind of helped with your paddle and your hand eye. I don't know. Uh, absolutely, yeah. Um,
1: and I I suppose after I had played hurling as well, I had started playing a little bit of golf. I don't really think that had helped as well. So definitely hand-eye coordination in in hurling is is a big thing because you're constantly on the move. So you're on the move with the ball and just that general kind of movement. And it's it, I think it's one of the, the fastest outdoor sports in the world. Mm. Um. So it's yeah, to... it's, it's br- a brutal sport as well, right? It's yeah. uh, Quite aggressive, from what I've seen. You definitely, you definitely don't want to end up being the the goalkeeper in hurling. You know, it's it's the last thing you want to choose. So if somebody's picking a team, you're like staying away from the goals because. <laughs> oh really? So you didn't you didn't
0: fancy playing keeper in there then? No, 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 definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So and I think I saw like you represented your county in hurling. Is that right, or have I made that up?
1: Yeah. Um. Now to say that. It, it, it doesn't come with much bragging rights because um, Ulster Hurley or Hurling is not, um, it wouldn't be really prestigious in Ireland to, to settle east. Um, we're down kind of south, Kilkenny, Waterford, Wexford, Limerick, um, Galway as well, would all be really prestigious
0: hurling towns. Uh, Cavan would not be one. But, I guess you can still say you've played county level, right? You don't have to say where you're from. I mean, it's what I sometimes do <laughs> with my yeah. sports. I say, "Oh, look, I played county tennis or I played county cricket." I don't tell them which county was sport. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, I, I've scored a few goals as well, so I have that under my belt. You know, I've scored goals from my county in yeah, Ireland.
0: Exactly. Doesn't matter where. Uh, that's that's great. But in terms of just your your sporting prowess, obviously paddle has given you the ability to represent the, the national team for Ireland. Is that right? Yeah. Um, I've uh, gone to
1: Portugal in 2019. We traveled with the Irish team. Um, something I thought I wouldn't be involved in, mm-hmm. um, but the guys, I suppose, the, the guys in the PFI, um, we worked we work close enough with the guys in the PFI as well for the club. and. We were involved in the Irish tour, so there's an Irish tour that will travel to all the clubs that we have in Ireland at the minute. Okay. Right. Um, and I suppose, yeah, playing, playing with those and getting involved with the guys, they said, look, there's a, there's opportunities. They open it up to everybody in Ireland that plays paddle to go to the trials. Yeah. So the trials down in, in Bushy Park. Um, so anybody that wanted to have a go uh, could go down. So obviously they, they, they must have seen something in me that... Uh, they decided to choose me for the team but
0: um, and, and how's the experience when you've kind of played for for the national team that must have been quite quite special it was amazing
1: yeah unreal um, and so you, you go there and you don't you don't really know what to expect because you see the list of players and uh, I think one of the first games we had was um, Again, it was centre court, so they have the in the Lisbon Racquet Centre, they have um, a tennis court that's outside uh, the restaurant, and there's a big balcony looking over the court, and then they have the whole thing surrounded with seating area as well, so our first game was there, and it was being streamed online, so I was just like, I'm just going to try and forget about everything that's going on outside, and try and play, so... We uh, we came up against um, Diego Schaefer. I think he's the the number three in Portugal or number four in Portugal. Um, I can't remember his partner's name at the time, but this guy is is huge.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and 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 how was it? How is it like playing against that caliber of player? Like, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) be (laughs) honest.
1: (laughs) My skill level is is limited, right? So uh, I'm playing against this massive guy. I was like, I'm, I'm gonna have to keep the ball as low as possible here. If I lob the ball, I'm just gonna get killed. So the pressure to try and like you can imagine, you you see the way it is in the in the world paddle tour. Nobody's gonna put the ball up against LeBron or Galan because. They're going to get the ball smashed at them. And that's it, points over. So you're thinking, I'm going to do the same thing. But (laughs) the pressure on you to try and keep the ball low and play a shot that's, that's not an unforced error it's just it's so it's so impossible like it's such another level that you you you're like how, how am I ever going to get to this level but
0: and 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 one thing I've heard from from talking to guys that played against those 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 high level players it's the the weight of the ball that comes onto you is that is that kind of true you know you're, you'll be setting up maybe for a for a forehand and like you say maybe trying to play a to into their feet but the weight of ball from them is just so heavy um how did that yeah. kind of feel like
1: yeah, and it was a it was a new surface for us to play on as well the the the. Actual how, surface. Like, I guess
0: how how for me like how did it compare to like a rainy night in in cabin, you know? <laughs> <See>? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> well that that's our game you know we were praying for rain. Well, that's what mean. <laughs> it's like in football, we were like, could they could they handle it on a Tuesday night in Stoke? That's what I want to know. Could Diego yeah. handle it on a Wednesday evening? You know. In Cavan, could he do it with the wet balls in Cavan? So he might have beaten you there in Lisbon, but could he do it in your own court?
1: Let's 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 roll reverse there. Yeah, come come to Cavan on a rainy night and and scoop balls out of the corner of the the court. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, No, the the difference the difference in in a shot that you're receiving is just yeah, it's night and day compared to what you'd receive. Yeah, Um, this guy's a professional, like so. That, yeah, the weight, of, the weight of the ball as you say is like spins it's spin that you've never received before so you're waiting for it to come off the glass but it actually comes towards you rather than coming out of the glass and yeah. um, so
0: yeah it's uh, it opened my eyes to a whole new level yeah definitely and and, and how and how was it like because we all know we love paddle and we all talk about it so passionately and I'm sure some of our listeners you know have got several pages or businesses themselves and they're so engaged with paddle. when you're at a tournament like that how were these pro players were they kind of very much keeping themselves to themselves or did they really integrate with all the other teams and some of the dare I say it, kind of the weaker playing nations or you know was it was it how was the atmosphere across the across the week
1: um I suppose you have to look you, you go there and you're, you're seeing all these all these like a, there was a good few pro players there as well Um, Alex Rius was there he was playing for uh, Spain Um, and yeah they they kind of did keep themselves to themselves but look I suppose when you're in in this sense and these guys are going there to compete we we were there going to enjoy ourselves for the the experience for the crack yeah (laughs) so yeah, like it, you make of it what you can yourself. You, you can get as involved as you want. You can look try and have conversations with these people, and the, yeah, everybody was open to 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 talking to you. Um, and I think I had I had made a connection with with um Diego as well in regards to like you, you, We had a conversation at the end of the game, um, in the hotel. We were sitting in the same hotel as them and uh, I had a conversation with him in the lobby and I was saying to him look yeah thanks very much for for letting us try and play against you cuz they yeah. did they they respected us that much that we had the balls to show up <laughs> yeah <laughs> um so yeah no no every, everybody that was there yeah you, you you could make of it what you wanted and and get involved as much as
0: you wanted as well and did you guys bond like I know I know the Irish kind of uh enjoy the bars did you guys bond with any teams in particular kind of uh, on the on the nightlife of things or you didn't manage to drag some of the pro players out uh, none of the pro
1: players but the the Danes and the um, the Norwegians seem to be up for partying so i think they right. ended up getting involved a few nights uh <laughs>
0: oh, that's great. that's great to hear that's great to hear yeah. and then well, look, yeah. it, it,
1: it's all common ground, you know, everybody is, is there to play a paddle. So I think anybody that plays paddle, you know, you're going to have a conversation with them one way or the other.
0: Yeah, no, exactly. That's, that's, that's true. And I think that's, you know, probably why you started kind of doing a panel stuff. Why I've kind of tried to set up this podcast is like just to talk paddle with people and, and connect. And everyone has a unique story of how they got into the sport and, and, um, we just love it, don't we? So in terms yeah. of kind of the future for kind of yourself at the club, uh, what, what, what do you think? Are there, are there more plans for courts or um, uh, what are you thinking?
1: I, I think the next big step I think for the club will probably be to try and get the courts covered. Yeah. Um, because you, you can even see um, now, like the courts are there at seven years, and they're taking a batter and like they, they really do get bed up when it's when it's when it's they're not covered and mm-hmm. um, surface now there's some cracks and bits and pieces that need maintenance on them so i think if you have them covered you're going to get longer lifespan and we can play paddle 24 7 then you know day, yeah. yeah. any any weather um, and then you're playing proper paddle as well so um not a uh, paddle where the ball is just dead at the back of the court or it's soaking or yeah
0: it's a different game it is a different game in, in in the wet like I know from yeah. you know, coaching throughout the winter here and and then you, you play and coach in the summer and it's it's just a different sport <laughs> it's not um yeah. I think I read um your article from from Sven and he was sort of saying you know it's uh it's like mini tennis, it's kind of you don't really use the walls. You're just half volleying things because if you hit the wall, it's like you say it's gonna it's gonna die. So, um, and in terms of your playing, like European Championships, you got eyes on that again, making the team. I guess it must be tricky for for you guys in Ireland. You haven't played. You've played even less than us in the UK. So when it comes to picking the team and training for it, must be must be quite tricky. Yeah, yeah. Um, I
1: think the guys in in Dublin um, have sent out the relevance again just to say that people can get involved again so we, we like to think with the team it's opened up to everybody again it's not a case of picking the team it was there last year and uh-huh. um, so they'll open it up to everybody again the trials are there anybody can get involved and um, which is a good thing i think um, not to kind of make it uh, an elite side of it it's it's open to everybody but yeah training for it now I'll, look if if we end up going in June and hopefully hopefully we will we'll have an excuse for um, our bad paddle we've been we've been locked
0: down for four months yeah well yeah but some of your team haven't some of the guys you've got you know yeah. If Sam McKibben makes the team, he's training full time at the moment out in Spain, isn't he? Are, are, are any of the other team members kind of based around around the globe? Because I know for us in for the UK team, we obviously have players training and and they're living in uh, Spain, training full time. We've got guys over in Dubai. Have you are your team spread kind of internationally? Or um, I th- I
1: think um, Sam is probably one of the the only ones that that's away at the moment. here. he's in Marbella uh-huh. Yeah. Um, another guy that's making me really jealous, you know, seeing him there on
0: social media, playing down in... in I've blocked in him. Oh, simple, simple as that, you know. <laughs> another, another tough day and he puts up a picture of the the beach and the sun, you know, it's, um, yeah. it's not, not fair, yeah. really. But.
1: Um, so I'm expecting him um, to do big things this year. No pressure, Sam. Um, but I think it's great Like it's great, good, for, good for him as well um, to take the opportunity and especially in the middle of a pandemic he, he really grabbed the bull by the horns there I think he he, had a, he already had a planned before this shit show happened to go anyway Yeah. Um, so he, he just took the opportunity while it was there and he's making the most of it by the looks of it so it'll like, be great to have him to come back to Ireland being an Irish man as well a man have learned so much, and maybe like spread that through the country as well in regards to paddles. So I think that'll be he will be a great
0: asset to have back, and especially no, on the Irish team as well. For sure, I know I know he, he works tirelessly, kind of yeah, for for for, for paddling Ireland as well. Which is, it's it's great, and I think you know for these kind of emerging young nations, like you say in paddle, it's it's so important just to important knowledge for, from elsewhere. Um, you know, go away on your travels and come back and then spread spread the paddle love and, and knowledge because it's it's certainly something that we're seeing here a lot in the UK is lots of clubs are popping up, but maybe their knowledge base around paddle is is limited. Um, so then when you have guys come in and, and do clinics and maybe do roadshows, it, it, it only helps the sport. Um, just before we go, um, I kind of really want to touch on Something in one of your articles, you talked about. um, Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Like a sport that you you feel like perhaps um, paddle came from this sport in Ireland. Can you tell us a bit about that? I I was digging for a story there, Toby. (laughs) (laughs) Investigation journalism. I liked it. Yeah,
1: I, I, I dug so far. I dug a massive hole that I couldn't get myself out of. So I said, I better write this now. I've, I've put so much work into it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there's, there's just, yeah, there's one of the guys. Is it a, it, is it a claim that basically uh, Enrique didn't invent a sport? It was you. Is that, is that
1: what, <laughs> you know, you guys in was,
0: Ireland?
1: That's what I was going for, yeah. I was, like, try, I was trying to draw it back somehow to Ireland. Um, look, sport in Ireland, we're, we're, we don't have the most... Uh, Let's say our, our sports people don't have a lot of finesse. You know, if you ever seen uh, Robbie Keane try to do a bicycle kick, you know it's 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 effective, but it's not beautiful. Yeah. So um, I think yeah we we have a lot of sports in Ireland like GA, Like it's 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 a rough sport. It's a tough mm-hmm. sport. You know, mm-hmm. I wouldn't say there's a lot of finesse in it. Maybe maybe the hurling side of it might, but it's, again it's rough. It's it's um, it's heavy hitting. And paddle is one of those sports that is is has got a lot of finesse, yeah, a lot of soft touch. You need you need this. If 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 you go in all guns blazing, you're going to get bet. Yeah, you you're going to lose. And um, so I think handball is one of those sports. I think is has has that little bit of finesse in it as well. Um, and anybody that I've seen that has played handball really takes to the game of paddle really well. That's interesting. And I suppose really- if it it kind of cross almost with squash as well. So anybody's playing squash, but squash is quite a heavy hitting game as well. Absolutely, that's what we see. Yeah, a lot. So you think
0: well, um, there's a nice crossover.
1: Yeah, does it? We have a guy there that's come from handball, and he's he's a big guy, he's a tall guy as well, but he dances around the back of the court like a ballerina. Really? <laughs> yeah,
0: like that's what really- is all about? It's that movement,
1: isn't it? Really? Yeah, he he just he just seems to have that. So. So that's where I was kind of digging with the article was to try and find, like, because Ireland is dotted with with handball courts all over the country. Like it was, well, I was. I was fascinated by this. Yeah. There's well over a thousand handball courts, probably wow. still, probably still there. A lot of them have gone to ruin now, but it just it exploded. So I'm 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 hoping this is going to happen the same with paddle. It's going to explode like handball did. When 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 was that? When was the explosion of handball? Um, I suppose probably seventies and eighties was really was, okay. So was quite massive. recently then, yeah. Like, well, the courts. A lot of the courts would have been there for a long, long time, but sure. Um, I suppose yeah, they started to build seventies, eighties a lot more courts because it was seen as as this uh, social um, rejuvenation of rural areas as well. So mm-hmm. a lot of people that got involved, and for communities, they seemed that this was. Great activity to have in, in a lot of
0: communities. And, and how, how does the court kind of look? Uh, and it might be tough to kind of explain it uh, over audio, but is there any way that some of these courts, although maybe they're, they're sort of rack and ruin, as you say, but could be converted into paddle courts, or at least maybe even you could show some demos on there and using the, the balls and walls, you know, it ties nicely into the name of the podcast. But, you know, I'm really? just wondering whether uh, you've got all these... Central old courts, um, and obviously there's space and land. Yeah, I don't know. but just Maybe you could tell our listeners. I don't know. That's a, that's a good one, because I've, I've left out one of our paddle
1: courts now, because I've said we have 16 paddle courts, but actually we have 17 paddle courts, because there's a, a handball alley in Tullyvin, is the area, is called in Cavan, and it's just outside the town, so it's about 15 kilometres outside of Cavan. Mm-hmm. Uh, the guys there had played paddle in Our club a couple of years ago, and there's a lot of grants going around now to do up handball alleys, right? um, And to rejuvenate sport again, and it's kind of been left by the wayside, and it's 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 starting to to go backwards where it had gone forwards for so long. So these guys, they they got the grant to do up the paddle or the the handball alley in Tullyvin, and they decided, why don't we? try and convert it into a paddle court as well. So
0: ah, nice. Okay. So there is some potential.
1: Yeah, the, the court essentially is the same size as a paddle court, but slightly smaller. So the dimensions aren't exactly right, but they, they drew out where the glass would be. So it, it looks very similar to the course that you would have in Argentina. Right. So the concrete walls and the yeah. concrete um, surface. I can't imagine it's good on the knees to play on, but look, it's getting the sport out there, and you can yeah. basically you can you can rock up, you can play handball, and then there's a box on the side of the wall that has the net, and it has paddle rackets in it, so That's they have a combination on it. They give you yeah. the combination, and you can set up your your net, and you can start playing paddle in the in the handball alley, which is a great idea,
0: brilliant That's idea. Is, that is brilliant, you know, and it's it's yeah. only getting more people kind of integrated in the sport and seeing it, and. You know, there's a whole host of things we haven't probably touched on in this podcast that like we could. You know, like I know you guys are trying to push your junior program at Cavern, and but you know, I think it's just a great way to 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 show the sport like that and, and use utilize some spe- existing space, um, particularly if it's Absolutely. kind of hasn't been used in the past. So, like some, some of our most some of our most active
1: before we go active members, I suppose, in our club at the minute on the tennis side of things have come from paddle i think it's 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 a huge um like it's it's a, a massive thing to have connected to your club yeah and it just yeah. adds so much more potential for growth within your own even in, within a tennis club or whether it be a golf club or whether it be a squash club it's just i find that it's so attainable for everybody
0: and uh, anyone it, it, can it, play it that's the thing isn't yeah. it anyone can play like, it's it's a, like a group group of guys girls kids adults whatever on and within 40 minutes they're playing a match you know you've got the the underarm serve every, everything just works in the sport <laughs> it's um, yeah. Yeah, so it's tough you know they're not cheap to build so that's I guess a stumbling block in some respects but it's it's getting there and I think one when people see as like you say the benefit for the club or for, the sports facility that you put it in at it's, it will you'll reap rewards on a number of levels it's, it's it's
1: the most fun you can have with your clothes on toby <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: dear. well on on that mark um, it's an absolute <laughs> pleasure chatting to you as always and i'm sure our uh, paths will cross again soon hopefully in person either either here in, in the uk or over in ireland and then
1: um, absolutely yeah we'll have to have you over we, this this long-awaited visit is is well overdue now at this stage i
0: know uh, i think we're looking, we're coming up almost to a year to the day that i was booked in to come and see you guys but it will yeah. be soon and um keep up the great work mark and um yeah you too man. To you soon all right man thanks thanks, thanks, thanks very much Bye bye bye